0: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The House Judiciary Committee is poised to issue a subpoena for the full Mueller report. Chairman Gerald Nadler arguing that Congress has a duty to review the investigation. That job requires us to evaluate the evidence for ourselves. Not the Attorney General's summary, not the substantially redacted synopsis, but the full report and the underlying evidence. Georgia Republican Doug Collins. Why are we here today doing preemptive subpoenas? Because we're going to be out for a while. We're not going to be here for a while. And we need to keep the thing, the story rolling. Attorney General Barr has promised to release a redacted version of the report by mid-April. That is Capitol Hill correspondent. Wally Hines, President Trump says Democrats will never be satisfied. Anything we give them will never be enough. It's a 400-page report, right? We could give them 800 pages, and it wouldn't be enough. They'll always come back and say, it's not enough, it's not enough. And this is Ezra News.
2: If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. You have access to lots of programs and information through our website, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. That includes our podcasts, uh, details on events and things that we're doing, a contesting through our wellness fan club, and more. You check it out at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. From the Eagle Wellness Studios today, sunshine in a high around 50. Up next, Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio here on Wellness 1570. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Janet in Lexington, Kentucky writes, Dr. Ace, I'm 58 and just had double bypass surgery. What can I do to maintain my heart health? Several things you can do. Diet is the key. Remember, food is our foundation. It's our best medicine. So start following the anti-inflammatory diet that's in my book, Empowering Your Health. Also, continue to exercise 30 minutes a day, five days a week, doing something you enjoy. Your body was designed to move, and you have to keep doing that. So find something you enjoy so you make sure to maintain that on a regular basis. Cod liver oil for your omega-3 fats, vitamin A and vitamin D. And don't forget rest. Rest is a key. With our stressful lives, you have to maintain good, proper rest. Getting to bed before midnight is much better sleep than after midnight.
1: Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart, to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter, to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate, to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
2: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. The Lord's blessings are around us all the time. Look for them, enjoy them, share them, share Him. May we also exhort and encourage one another to be listed as good and faithful servants. I really appreciate the guys that I work with. And I'm very confident, especially in the sales guys, Tim and Matt, when they're in somebody's house, they're gonna treat them like I would treat a customer, which is with sincerity and gentleness and caring. We would like you to come away from a meeting with us, knowing that regardless of where our relationship goes, you are confident that we have your best interests at heart.
1: This is Matthew with
2: the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard And we're here to reaffirm something we've always stood for. We're not salespeople. We're just great roofers. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net.
0: The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
2: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired?
3: Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to kind of continue what I've been talking about over this last week. And today's topic is failure and success have patterns. So you know, over the last few days, if you've been paying attention to Like It Matters Radio, and you should if your life has value, uh, we've covered 10 rules to live uh, your best life. Uh, We've covered why fail which was basically the essence of seven ways that people set themselves up for failure. And what you're going to realize here is that success uh, and failure both are habits. They're patterns. That's what you've got to realize. You've got to realize that because that's the difference. Once you realize that's what's going on, uh, then you can identify the pattern. See, Jim Rohn uh, was one of my favorite business philosophers, life philosophers, And Jim would say, failure is not a single cataclysmic event. You don't fail overnight. Instead, failure is a few errors in judgment repeated every day. The same thing. And today, I want to share with you, success is that same thing. And there is something that I call a pattern of success. But you know, while we're talking about Jim Rohn and he has some great quotes, let me share a couple more quotes of his. He says, formal education will make you a living, but self-education will make you a fortune. And that's what we do on Like It Matters Radio. That's what I do in my leadership training at likeitmatters.net, is I teach you more about yourself, how you work, what how you create experience, how you motivate yourself, how you disempower yourself. I teach you more about that in two days than you could possibly learn in years outside this process. You know, Jim would say, effective communication is 20% what you know and 80% how you feel about what you know. See, and that's one thing I really work to do here is I work to get you emotionally involved with your cause. So many people are flatlining. So many people, uh, you know, pride themselves on being emotionally numb, emotionally dead. Some of our biggest claim to fame in life is that nothing gets to us. That shouldn't stir you on. That shouldn't get you excited. That should disappoint you because things should get to us. I mean, uh, Jesus Christ, one of the most powerful men that ever walked this planet, fully man and fully God, uh, things got to him. They should get to you. And that's why we're supposed to take care of our body, because it's the only place that we have to live. That's why when we train people, I train them heart, body, and soul. That's why when I train them, I don't leave out the God particle. I don't leave out the, the spirit context, because otherwise I'm selling people short. There's a spiritual component to every person, whether you believe in God or not, there's something above yourself. And when you understand the neurological levels, and when you understand that smart man Einstein made this statement that you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at, when you understand how those things come together, you realize there's got to be something beyond us or, or we're uh, at a disadvantage you got to realize that Dr. Uh, uh, Rohn, I don't know if he's a doctor, but Jim Rohn said this so well. Wow. Motivation is what gets you started, but habit is what keeps you going. And what I want to show you today is a habit, a pattern, a simple way of doing things. Because that is my background. My background is in neuro-linguistic programming. And neuro-linguistic programming is really about patterns about identifying patterns that's what you got to get it's like one of my favorite jokes um, you know we've all made mistakes before and so this young man uh, made a mistake and he got caught so I wound up in prison and because it wasn't a big mistake he was only going to be in prison for a little while but he decided you no know, he was going to make his stay uh, as simple as possible as easy as possible And so what he did is he said, you know, he's just going to figure out how things work. He's going to identify the patterns around him and do his best to fit in those patterns without compromising his safety, without compromising his morals or his values. And so he shared a cell with this elderly man. He'd been in there for like 20 years and he was going to spend the rest of his life in there. So he figured God's looking out for him because he put him in there with a guy who probably knows how things work around here. And has some pull because he's been in here for a long time. And he's going to be around for a long time. And so he figures he's in the perfect situation to get figure this out and get out of there as, as scot-free, if you will. As pain-free, as painlessly as possible. And so one day uh, it's dark and the lights are getting ready to go down. The cell doors are closed. Everybody's getting ready to go to sleep. And someone yells out, 25! And the whole place just dies laughing. And it cut him off guard a little bit, but he figured there's a lot of things around here they wouldn't figure out, so no big deal. A couple of days later, they're getting ready to go to the Chow, the mess hall, and uh, before they're all standing up, the cell doors haven't opened yet, but someone yells, out, 88! And the whole place just dies laughing, except for him, of course. His partner's cellmate's laughing, and he can hear people all through the cell block laughing, but he doesn't get it. A few days later, again, it's nighttime, uh, the the cell doors are all closed, uh, the lights are getting ready to be turned down because it's time for bed, and someone yells out, 15, and the whole place dies laughing. And now he figures, man, he's got to figure out what's going on because there's something going on that he's not privy to. So they're uh, they're laying down on their beds right now, and he uh, he's on the, uh, the, the bottom bunk down there, or he's on the top bunk, I don't know which one, but... Uh, he uh, says to his uh, cellmate, hey, uh, old man, what's going on here? You know, it's quiet, and then all of a sudden someone yells out a number, and people start laughing, like, what? what's the deal? And he goes, oh, that's simple. He goes, you know, some of us have been here for a long time, and some of us will spend the rest of our lives in this hellhole. And he said, and so instead of telling the same jokes over and over, what we do is we have a joke, and we place a number on it. And so for those of us that have been here for a while, those of us who have been here for a while, when we hear that number, we recall that joke, and we laugh. And the guy goes, wow, that is stunning. That is amazing. That's pretty intelligent. And so after a couple of weeks, he figures, uh, you know, he's going to fit in. And so it's one night. It's it's getting ready to get dark. The cell doors are closed. It's bedtime. And he gets up the courage and yells out, 18! And not a single laughter, not a single guffaw. Nobody did anything. Nobody said anything He's like, whoa, that was weird. So he kind of just let it go. About a week later, it was time to go to chow. Uh, Everybody's standing up. The cell doors are getting ready to open up. And he yells out, 71! And it's absolute silent. Not a guffaw, not a laughter, not a peep. And now the guy gets really worried, like, man, what's going on here? What's going on? Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just picking wrong numbers. Maybe those are, are, are numbers that don't have jokes assigned to them. So he lets it go. Again, about a week later, he figures, okay, I'm gonna do this one more time. I, I gotta figure this out. I gotta fit in. And he remembered they had the number 55. That was the number of theirs. And so he knew that there was a joke associated with it. So he got the courage up, and it's uh, again they're getting ready to go to the mess hall. Uh, uh, everybody's standing up. The cell doors are getting reopened up, and he yells out, "55!" And again, not a single laughter, not a single guffaw. It was absolute silent, kind of like it is right now. And now he's stuttered. He's 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 just he's just surprised. He can't figure this out. He's he, he's just wow. And so he finally looks at the old man and said, "Old man." What's going on here? I thought you said that some people have been here so long that all all jokes have numbers attached to it, and if you just yell out the number, then people remember the joke attached to it and they laugh. Well, I know uh, that there is a joke tied to number fifty-five, and I yelled at number fifty-five, and not a single guffaw, not a single laugh. What's going on here? And with that, the old man looked at him and said, "You know, son, some people just can't tell a joke." <laughs> Now, that is a stupid joke. I get it. My wife hates when I tell that joke. But I love that joke. And the reason I love that joke is because it's all about patterns. Humor is in the way it's delivered. And see, that's what NLP is all about, neurolinguistic programming. That's my background. That's my forte. It's from the works of Dr. Milton Erickson and Virginia Satir. neuro neurolinguistic programming, NLP is the science of how the brain codes learning and experience. And this coding affects all communication and behavior. It affects how you learn and how you experience the world around you. It is a key to reaching and achieving excellence. And really, NLP is about the study of subjective experience. It's really about distinction and organization. How do you organize stuff? To me, it's about patterns. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about failure and success. Both have patterns. And as a leader, you need to identify the patterns around you because the patterns around you get you what you want. We'll be back in three minutes.
1: Here's
0: what a pastor from North North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
2: Remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a so surprise.
1: Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 360 Six seven 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 three, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org, or better yet, simply dial pound two fifty on your cell phone and say the keyword pro life. Pro Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A
2: baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception.
0: That's likeitmatters.net.
3: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And this week, I'm going to be heading up to Richmond, Virginia. It is our first leadership awakening ever in Richmond, Virginia. I would love for you to come by and say hi on Saturday, August 25th. Uh, We start on Thursday, August 23rd at 5 p.m. And then within 48 hours, uh, by Saturday, uh, August 25th, there will be 10 changed lives in that classroom. Uh, It's training I've been doing for 25 years. It's the most powerful two and a half days of leadership training you could ever imagine. I teach you how you work. I help you maximize the potentials you were created with. I help you clean up some things from the past, and refocus, recalibrate your thinking, and create a new vision for moving forward. You can go to likeitmatters.net to read about my transformational training. And uh, the following week, uh, after next week, uh, I'll actually have some people who were participants in that class and share with them how uh, Mr. Black helped them change their lives in 48 hours. This radio show is an offshoot of that. But if you truly want to change your life, then you must change your thinking and go to likeitmatters.net dot net and find out how I can help you do this. So today we are talking about failure and success have patterns. You know, uh this last week we've been going into you know ten rules to live your best life, in other words, uh ten ways to, to truly be successful. Uh, And then before that, we we covered a topic called Why Fail, where I went through seven ways that uh, people set themselves up to fail. And if you want to listen to these shows and you haven't listened to them, just go to LikeItMattersRadio.com. LikeItMattersRadio.com. And you can listen to this message today in a couple hours, as well as about four to five months of archived messages. So you can always be under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And so since we've been talking about failure, success, I want to introduce to you today uh, the the concept that that success has a pattern. And what I want you to know is that is my forte. And I truly believe that uh, when you can identify the patterns in your life, uh, you you really have a secret way to make your life whatever you want it to make it. Because it is the patterns in our life that get us what we're getting. And so we need to be aware of the patterns. We need to be aware of, of one, what the pattern is to identify it. And then secondly, we got to ask ourselves the simple question, is this getting me what I want? I do a lot of work with patterns. I have this pattern flow chart. And I say, step number one, identify the pattern. Step number two, ask the question, is this getting me what I want? Now, you know what's presupposed in that question is that you know what you want. And if you come to my training, you'll realize that most people don't know what they want. Oh, they have a plethora. They have a list of things they don't want. Don't want to be yelled at. Don't want to be in a dead-end job. Don't want to go work for a go-where-nothing company. uh, Don't want to uh, be with someone who doesn't respect me, blah, 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 whatever it is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. But what do you want? And the problem is most people go around life focusing on what they don't like. And what they realize is that they're, they're actually setting themselves up for failure. They're actually moving in that direction based on how the reticular activating system works. So step number one, identify the pattern. Step number two, ask the question, is this getting me what I want? And this is the great fork in the road. If the answer is yes, that this pattern that is currently running is getting you what you want, then you duplicate it. You document it. It's what we call things SOP, Standard Operating Procedure. Why is something SOP? The only correct answer is because it works. It doesn't matter if that's the way you've always done it, if it doesn't work. It doesn't matter if that's the way Bob told you to do it. The only acceptable answer to why is it SOP is it should be because it works. That's if the answer is yes. If the answer is no, then you've got to change it because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's just crazy. So you alter the pattern. And then you go back to step number one. You re-identify the new pattern. Then you ask yourself this question, is this new pattern getting me what I want? Again, if it's yes, you duplicate and document the pattern. It's SOP. If the answer is no, you change it, adapt the existing pattern to get you something different, hopefully what you want. And then you go back to step one, you identify the new pattern. And then you ask yourself this question, is this now getting me what I want? Do you see how it is? This is how you work with patterns. And that's what I love about neuro-linguistic programming. It is really all about patterns. It is the science of how the brain codes uh, learning and experience. And this coding affects all communication behavior. It affects how you learn and how you experience the world around you. It is a key to reaching and achieving excellence. In its simplest self-defined manner, NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. Neuro is our neurology, how we think and feel. Linguistic is the language part, you know, what we say, how we say it, and how we're influenced by what we hear. Programming is how we act to achieve our results. It's also the study of subjective experience. It's a study of structure, the patterns. NLP is about distinction, about organization. How do we organize stuff? If you think about the original research on understanding the human experience, it is the ability to understand human patterns. That's what I want you to get, is the ability to understand human patterns and to adjust those patterns so we can be as resourceful as we want to be. At its core, really, NLP is about goals and about choice. It is really practical technology for the achievement of our goals and our choices. It is simplistically a process to reduce everything down to one thing. How do you know? It's not a philosophy. It is a technology. An NLP, I learned a long time ago, only has value in the presence of desire. It really is the owner's manual to the human experience. If you go out to your car, in your glove compartment is something that most people don't know even exists. It is an owner's manual. It tells you all the secrets to that vehicle. What to happen when this symbol comes on the dashboard? What to happen when this this? Where to find the jack of the spare tire? Where to find the emergency shutoff? Where to find... That's the owner's manual. And to me, that's truly what neuro-linguistic programming is. And so today, I want to talk about that we do have patterns. There are patterns for failure, and that's what Jim Rohn talked about. And there are patterns for success. But before you can even go into to creating the life that is your dreams by having a successful life, you gotta ask those existential questions. You gotta know who you are. You gotta know why you're here. You gotta know where you're going. You gotta know whose you are. This is so critical because setting goals and setting outcomes without knowing who you are doesn't make sense. By setting goals on what you want to achieve but if you don't know why you're even here, what's going to happen? To to figure out where you're heading without realizing where you're going? That's just ludicrous. To, to put your goals and outcomes similar to other people when you don't know who you are. Because you could be the son of God, or you could be a son of the, the, the devil, and basically based on that, your outcomes going to be different, your goal setting's going to be different. Based on who you are, based on why you're here, based on where you're going, based on who you are, those are starting points. Those are existential questions. From them come everything else in life. And I got to tell you, I've met many people in the thirties, forties, fifties who don't know those basic questions of who they are, of why they're here, of where they're going. You know, all true leaders ask themselves three questions. They're called clear vision. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there and how long? And I'm going to tell you, though, right now, if you're going to truly lead, if you're going to truly have an impact, you've got to answer that first question, who are you? You got to know who you are. And, in, in, and also, to a degree, whose you are. Because it's different. When I used to take my kids to school, I would say two things to them. I'd say, number one, be a leader. And number two, remember who you are. I would say, you're a black. That's our last name, black. And I'd, I'd give them some examples. Blacks are the smartest in the class, blacks are the most respectful. Blacks are the ones that when there's a new student, they reach out and help them. Blacks are the ones that when everybody else is talking, the, the blacks are listening to the teacher, leading by example, giving people a great role model, a great idea of what they're supposed to be like. And so i always go back to remember who you are. Why? Because people are looking for people to follow. People are looking for people to follow. It's kind of like in my first marriage, uh, we went to some premarital counseling. And the lady actually told us because of some things I had brought up, some things to do with uh, 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 grown-up intimacy, physical intimacy, some of my needs, some of my desires, uh, and where my uh, soon-to-be wife, uh, she had different feelings in that regard. And so we approached this woman to to get some counseling, and this woman uh, really gave us some bad advice. She came from a place that I didn't agree with. She basically came from a choice where a woman, uh, you know, where she could tell, I could tell that she was probably abused or sexually or molested, and so she was very uncomfortable talking about the physical interaction between a married man and a married woman. And basically felt like if that woman didn't want to do anything, ever want to do anything, wasn't interested, that was her prerogative and her right. And that really taught me a lesson. Now, she encouraged us not to get married, and she was technically actually right, but for the wrong reason. Me and this woman never didn't have anything in common together. This was a a woman I basically married so I could uh, show everybody else I was doing the right thing. But it taught me a great lesson. I should have figured out what her map of reality is, what her worldview is, before seeking her advice. And so the same thing, before we start figuring out uh, what success is, before we start setting goals, before we start doing all this stuff, you know what we really need to know? We really got to make sure we know who we are. Why are you here? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? In order to do that, you need to go to my training, go to likeitmatters.net, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But after the break, we're going to go into what is that pattern of success.
0: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are the results and myself included change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening in minneapolis june 13th through the 15th that's likeitmatters.net. leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitments But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have me, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 800-438-1391. 800-438-1391. 800-438-1391.
4: go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog.
3: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about failure and success have patterns. And I was talking before the break that if uh, you're going to set outcomes, if you're going to create this definition of success, first, you must know who you are. It reminds me of one of my favorite stories. It's, uh, I, it's, uh, I heard this secondhand from another person. The story is about this lady, and in her words, this is what she said. She said that she was at a corner grocery store buying some early potatoes. I noticed a small boy, delicate of bone and feature, ragged but clean, hungrily apprising a basket of freshly picked green peas. I paid for my potatoes, but was also drawn to the display of fresh green peas. I'm a pushover for cream peas and new potatoes. Pondering the peas, I couldn't help overhearing the conversation between Mr. Miller, who is the store owner, and the ragged young boy next to me. Hello, Barry. How are you today? Hello, Mr. Miller. Fine, thank you. Just admiring them peas. They sure look good. They are good, Barry. How's your ma? Fine getting stronger all the time good good hey barry anything i can help you with well no sir just just admiring them peas well would would you like to take some of those peas home barry asked mr miller uh well yes sir but but no sir got nothing to pay for them with well how about some trade what have you have to trade me for? I'll give you some of those peas and you trade me for something else. And Barry looked at him and says, uh, all I got is my prize marble here. Is that right? Said Miller. Let me see it. Here it is. She's a dandy, said Barry. Hmm. I can see that. Only thing is, that one's blue, Barry. And you know, I sort of go for Red. By chance, Barry, do you you have a red one like this at home? The store owner asked. Barry responded, not exactly, but but almost. And so Mr. Miller told the boy, I'll tell you what. Take this sack of peas home with you, and next trip this way, Barry, let me take a gander at that red marble. Sure will, said Barry. Thanks, Mr. Miller. So Miss Miller, who had been standing nearby, came over to help me. And with a smile, she said to me, you know, there are two other boys like him in our community. All three are in very poor circumstances. Jim just loves to bargain with them for peas, you know, apples, tomatoes, you know, whatever they need. And then when they come back with their red marbles, and they always do, they always come back, he decides he doesn't like red after all. And he sends them home with a bag of produce or something else for a, for a green marble or maybe, a, maybe an orange one. And when they come on their next trip to the store, I left the store smiling to myself, she said, impressed with this man. A short time later, I moved to Colorado, but I never forgot the story of this man, the boys and their bartering for marbles. Several years went by, each more rapid than the previous one. And just recently, I had the occasion to visit some old friends in the Idaho community. And while I was there, I learned that Mr. Miller had passed on and I also learned that they were having his visitation that evening, and knowing my friends wanted to go, I agreed to accompany them. Upon arrival at the mortuary, we fell into line to meet the relatives of the deceased and to offer whatever words of comfort we could. Ahead of us in line were three young men. One was in army uniform, and the other two wore nice haircuts, dark suits, and white shirts, all very professional-looking. They approached Mrs. Miller, and standing composed and smiling by her husband's casket, each one of the young men hugged her, kissed her on the cheek, spoke briefly with her, and moved on to the casket. Her misty eyes lit up the room, and her light blue misty eyes followed each one of those young men, one by one, as each man stopped briefly placed his warm hand over the colpail hand in the casket, and then each left the mortuary, wiping their eyes, the tears away. You could see the emotional impact on these young men, the passing of this older man. Well, it was our turn it came, and we came up to meet Mrs. Miller. I told her who I was and reminded her the story from those many years ago and what she had told me about her husband's bartering for marbles. With her eyes glistening and her mouth smiling, she took my hand and led me to the casket. She said, those three young men who just left were the boys I was talking about. They just told me how they appreciated the things that Jim quote traded them for. Now, at last, when Jim could not change his mind about color or about size, they actually came to pay their debt, pay their respect, give their gratitude. Quote, we've never had a great deal of wealth in this world, she confided. But right now, Jim would consider himself the richest man in Idaho. With loving gentleness, she lifted the lifeless fingers of her deceased husband, Resting underneath were three exquisitely shined red marbles. You know, Mr. Miller knew who he was. And yeah, Mr. Miller owned a grocery store. And yeah, Mr. Miller had bills. And Mr. Miller was in business like every other business owner to turn a profit. That was not who he was. Who he was, undoubtedly, was a man who wanted to invest in other men. Who he was was a man of compassion and empathy, a man who had understanding of the struggles of life, a man who knew what it's like to go without, and a man who could see people hurting, could see underprivileged, could see under opportunity, could see need. And that's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Before we go into defining success, before we go into setting goals and outcomes, first got to answer that question, who are you? In other words, why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? You now, I used the example earlier, going to see a counselor who did not share my worldview, who was not uh, equally yoked with me, who was not going in the same direction we did, and she gave me... Terrible advice. And by the way, it reminds me, you know, when we go our lowest point when we're sick, you know, you really want to find what's, what someone's made of? Find out when they get a disease, when they find a sickness, when they can't be cured or when, they, when they're not feeling well. You'll see them. And, you know, this is what shows you the need that we have in this world. Second opinions from doctors net different diagnoses 88% of the time. I mean, here we are. We're in concern. We're in need. We're going to a professional. We need some help. And you're ready for this? 88% of the time, when a doctor gives you a uh, diagnosis, to get a second diagnosis will be different. 88% of the time. And maybe you want to know why? Because here's another article Doctors give patients 11 seconds to explain their reason for visit before interrupting. This article from Gainesville, Florida says Ever feel like your doctor is in a rush to get you out the door when you come in for a visit? You're not just imagining things. A new study uh, finds that physicians give a patient average of just 11 seconds to describe their issue before cutting them off. And that is average. That means some people let you talk for a minute. Some people don't let you talk at all. So you got to get this. This is why this is so important. This is why you need to come to my training. Because I can give you advice uh, here on the radio, but again, I'm not listening to you. I'm talking. This is pretty much a one-way communication. But when you come to my training, I get a chance to listen to you. I get a chance to see who you are. I get a chance to see how you show up. I get a chance to, to see what you're made of. You can tell a man's religion in a time of despair. And it gets you in a place where you got to emotionally take a look at your life. You know, uh, September 11, 2001, people's life change. You know, when you lose a child or you find God, when you have some cataclysmic event in your life, then you really realize who you are and what's important. And so this is why it's really important to put yourself in a situation where you can self-actualize, to put yourself in a situation where you can learn a lot about yourself. But once you identify who you are, then you got to figure out how to make yourself successful. What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? And so I want to share you a pattern of success. Because just like there's a pattern for failure, just like there's a pattern to make a good pie, just like there's a pattern for bacon, eggs, breakfast, there is a pattern for success. And I want you to know it is three simple steps. It is want it, create it, and live it. See, want it is about desire. And I always tell people, don't approach the throne of your goals without desire you got to have desire. you got to have something you want. And then once you have desire, once you're stirred up, once there's an emotional connection to something, then the second step is create it. How do you make it real? Because you may not like what I'm saying. You may not like the way I'm saying it. You might not even agree with anything I say. But one thing you know is I'm real. So once you have a desire and you know that you want something, you're stirred up. Then you create something. You create an outcome. But in order to create it and to make it real, you must do exactly what we do to all experience in life. You must give them a picture. You must give them a sound. You must give them a feeling. And if you can, a smell and a taste. Why? Because that is how we quantify experience. Things that are real are things that we can touch, things that we can see, things that we can hear, things that we can smell, things that we can f- taste. And so you got to create it. And then once you know what you want, there's desire. And now you've created You made it real. The third step is to live it. It's to work the plan. It's to follow through. And after the break, I'm going to break down these three pieces. This is absolutely critical. You don't need to know 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. You don't need to know seven habits or eight habits, maybe ten habits of highly effective people. All you need to know is there are three things we must do to be our dreams, to have success. Want it? create it live it
4: give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal teach them to fish and you change their destiny at like it matters radio we teach you how you were made how you create experience and how you can change your world by changing your thinking opioid addiction mental health crisis ptsd the soaring suicide rate political hate and animosity There is a crisis of toxic proportions, and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com in the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Black at com in the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at MrBlack at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put posse.
1: Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide. All at likeitmatters.net.
2: Are you a member of our rewards program?
1: Yeah. I had the card here somewhere.
2: We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All All of the the perks, none none of the hassle. hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
0: We work hard our entire lives to provide for our families with the hope one day to enjoy our retirement. Our whole lives, we've been told what to do with our investments, and now we're nervous that we may not have enough to live the life we want. Learn to be the best steward of your money. At Online Trading Academy, we offer a free investing class. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com.
3: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio Radio. Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about the pattern of success. Because failure and success both have patterns. And this is a show you want to listen to. Again, by the way, if you missed any of this show, uh, just go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. And you can listen to this and other archive messages. Now, we are nationwide, internationally on iHeartRadio. So if you go to iHeartRadio on your phone or on your computer and you query uh, Wellness Radio. a matter of fact, I say on on, uh, Alexa. Alexa. Uh, turn on iHeartRadio, Wellness Radio. So that's all you do. Go to Alexa, go to Siri. Uh, Siri, turn on Wellness Radio on iHeartRadio. There you will find us every Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, we are in terrestrial radio as well. We're in two local cities. And with your help, we'll be in 500 local cities uh, soon. So we're in the beautiful city of Minnesota, uh, sorry, Minnesota, that's a state, Minneapolis-St. Paul. That's where our home base is on AM 1570. Uh, and then in St. Louis, we're so honored to be part of the St. Louis Gospel Experience Every Monday through Friday we play from seven to eight PM on Praise ninety five point one FM and twelve sixty AM And please if you do Facebook like us on Facebook go to Facebook dot com slash L I M radio and the good news is now on iHeartRadio not iHeart on iTunes. On iTunes, you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, and then at the end of each show, they will have our podcast readily available in your little cart there. So today, we're talking about the pattern of success, and Dr. William Marston, who some consider the father of adult learning, by the way, he is also the creator of Wonder Woman, and he is also the one that did the first lie detector test, It's just interesting. But in the 1920s, Dr. Marson wrote a book called *The Emotions of Normal People*, and in that book, he said adults learn in chunks of information. He said at the time only seven plus or minus two chunks at a given time. But we have short attention spans. so we've we've uh, lost a lot of focus in a hundred years, if you will. And so we know, you don't need to know 21 things. You don't need to know 7, 8, 9, 10 things. We are natural born procrastinators. So we need to keep it simple, soldier. We need to remove confusion. And so you just need to know that there are three things you must do to be your dreams. And the first one is want it. And under want it, I always tell people to write two things. Write the word desire, desire, and write the word creative discontent. Because that's what want it's about. If you truly want to know what success is about, that means you got to be working towards something. You got to have some creative discontent. You got to be stirred up. You can't be flatlining. You can't be going through the motions. You can't just show up and check a box. Uh, You know, life is an undulating line, it has peaks, it has valleys. You got to have desire. Nothing great happens without desire. Even when Christ went through the cross, it was called the passion of the Christ. Don't you hear it? It's desire. There's got to be an emotional connection. If if you're not emotionally involved with your life, who can be? One, it's about having a future. One, it's about control. You know, a couple of weeks back I shared this uh, list, uh, money cannot fix the toxic workplace, but this can. It was by Brian DeHoff, CEO at AHA AHA. It was on LinkedIn. He says five ingredients that uh, he believes are necessary for people to be happy at work. First of all, is a purpose. you got to have a reason why. You gotta know why you're doing what you're doing. He says, second of all is growth. You gotta be under construction. You gotta be in an environment where you offer new opportunities to increase skills, to take on new projects, to move into new roles. Again, being outside our comfort zone. He says, respect. Respect's always about bringing value, 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 you know, are you valued? Having the feeling that you matter, that you're appreciated. That's what respect is. Are you listened to? Autonomy is the fourth one. You know, in other words having control uh be given choices again that you have you can direct your own path that you have some authority there and lastly is passion passions an emotional connection we got to have that without that we're just going through the motions and so want it's not only about emotional connection it's about a future it's about believing that you have control and then once you know what you want you have that desire you have that creative discontent then the second step in this pattern of success is to create it. You know, we have the ability to create. I love, you know, the Bible. In Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created. If you think about it, our first introduction to God in the Bible is as creator. And then 25 verses later, I think it's Genesis one twenty six. it says, Let us make man in our image. We're made in the God class. We were made to create. To think is to create. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. There's something out there called the law of attraction. There's an unconscious piece of the brain called the reticular activating system. It is the brain's focus center. And every single memory you have is stored in the senses. If I asked you to recall any memory, you'd, you'd have it stored as something you saw, something you heard, something you experienced, felt, something you smelt, or something you tasted. One or all five. That's it. That's how we create. Things that are real, we can see them, we can hear them, we can feel them, we can smell them, we can taste them. I always ask this question this way, if someone says they love you, but they they, don't believe they lo- but you don't believe they love you, are you loved? In other words, would you give your life for a lie? I mean, let's be honest, most people wouldn't give their life for the truth, nevertheless a lie. And if you don't think your goals are real, if you don't think who you're saying you are is real... If you don't think, uh, you know, it all goes back to that belief system. you got to make it real. And we're dealing with the conscious and the unconscious mind. You've got to make your mind know that it is possible. And one of the best ways is to begin with the end in mind. That's what create it means. Remember Dr. Covey had seven habits of highly effective people? And one of them was begin with the end in mind. What does that mean? That means you act as if you accomplish your goal. And you project yourself into the future. That's why I said you project yourself into the future. And consider what does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like when you accomplish that goal? Why? Because that's what real things do. We can see them. We can hear them. We can feel them. So you've got to make it real. You've got to believe it's possible or you'll act as if it's not possible. Again, that goes back to that control issue. That goes back to the autonomy issue. If you don't think it's possible, you'll act as if it's not. And what makes something not possible? That you can't see it, that you can't hear it, that you can't feel it, that you can't smell it, that you can't taste it. Then it's not real. It's like the invisible goal, the invisible man, the invisible woman, the invisible goal. It's not there. So once you know what you want, you've created desire, you've created this creative discontent, and then you go to create what that is, what do you do? You write these two things down under create it. You begin with the end in mind. In other words, what does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? And if possible, what does it smell like? What does it taste like when you accomplish it? And then the third step is you live it. You work the plan. You walk the talk. Don't look for the easy button. You look for the go button. The go button's always about living it, about taking action. Too many people are looking for the easy button. If you're looking for the easy button, go to Staples. It was made in China with lead paint. It'll cost you about 8 bucks in tax. If you're looking for the easy button, go to any bar on Friday or Saturday night. Quit looking for easy. Easy isn't eternal. Easy isn't uh, uh, for matrimony. Easy might be fun for a night, fun for a weekend. But easy usually leads you down that wide path that a lot of people are on, that a lot of people are having fun, but it's leading to death. You want to find that narrow path, that hard path. Those things worthwhile in life take some effort. They take working for. And if it's really worthwhile, what you'll see is you won't see a lot of people there. You'll see very few. you got to know it. Live it's about getting in the driver's seat. You've heard this, this story, uh, you know, uh, the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step and a roadmap. You got to live your life like it matters, that you have a purpose. And that way, when you get knocked on your butt, and you will, you can pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. And if you're really playing big, and it's a really a big goal, then it might knock you down again. That's why you do what I just said. You want it, create it, live it. Because that will give you the power. That will give you the fortitude. That will give you the ability to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. This is what you need to know to be your dreams. So you can believe it. So many people, they can't believe it unless they can see it. What if we got it bass backwards? What if you're called to believe it first so you can see it? To think is to create. As a man thinketh his heart, so is he. This is the pattern. And if you come to likeitmatters.net, I will help you live that pattern. I will make it take on new life. And on this journey called success, you have tools that are in your toolbox. Tools like passion and vision. Tools like focus, commitment, purpose, and team. And understanding how to wield these tools, understand how to use these tools to their ultimate completion, this will increase, this will enhance, this will improve the quality of your life and your ability to truly live your life like it matters. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Message and data rates may apply. Texting and rolls for recurring text messages.
0: Hey, Dan, when we started Z-Quiet 10 years ago, did you ever believe we would help so many couples kick snoring out of bed? The response has been fantastic, like this story from Mark and Lynette. It had gotten to the point where my wife and I weren't able to sleep in the same bedroom consistently.
4: I had to keep pushing or, or kicking, waking him up. And after he would wake up, you know, maybe there were 10 minutes or 15 minutes before he would start snoring again and I would hope I would fall asleep during that time, but if I didn't, it just made for a long
0: night. One time I remember my wife brought in a recording.
4: I said, listen to this, and he was like, what is that, is it some animal? No, it's you, you're snoring.
0: And now with Z-Quiet,
1: that's no longer a problem at all.
4: I finally can sleep through the night.
1: Z-Quiet works for both men and women. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com.
3: Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP to 246810. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio